What's up, everybody? My name is Anthony Irvin. You beat yourself? Yeah. Yeah, see me myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh. I'm Jim Green. Don't even leave that hit of <laughs> traffic light. <laughs> okay, good. Welcome to One Set. So let's talk about shoes. You ever um, buy someone's shoes? Like a name brand or like a like a sports shoe type of thing, like any type of thing. Yeah, I, absolutely, yeah. But you have to know their size, right? Right. So, oh, like buying somebody else a pair of shoes. Yes. No, I don't think I have. No. Yeah, and for good reason. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I, I assume. <laughs> so, um, I bought Cheyenne this Phillies hat for Christmas, and I was like. Uh, I got this weird shaped dome for my intelligent brain, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm like a seven and five eighths fitted. So mm-hmm. I went to, like, when I was shopping for her, I walked into the Liz. I was like, I want to get her a Phillies hat. And I saw this one and I was like, God, I would love her in that. So I got, I was like, seven and a half should be fine. Her head's not as big as mine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. She tried yeah, it on. Up. Yeah, what up? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so gave it to her for Christmas, and she tried it on, and the hat was like super big on her dome. I was like, mm. "Rut row, right?" Uh. So, um, I went to like three different lids to find this same hat. I wound up returning the original one and they were like oh you you can just go online and order the size that you want so i was like okay mm-hmm. perfect got my 45 dollars back for the hat because that's what they cost nowadays um mm-hmm. god do you remember when hats were like less than 30 dollars when we were in high school Oof. yeah <clears throat> right amazing remember lids in the grand mall yeah, well, that's the lids is where I got the hat from, right? Mm-hmm. So she had a gift card for Maggiano's where you and Jen got engaged. Um, mm-hmm. Which you haven't walk- been there in forever. We've got to get back there. It's so weird. Um, I took Cheyenne there in May, mm-hmm. um, and she had never been before. Like, I had the like Lehigh. Ever. The Lee Ever. The Lehigh, wow. the Lehigh studio um, was competing in King of Punch, and I was like, okay, I'm going to take you shopping, and we're going to go to this place that I love. That I only I only go to, like, suddenly. Like you said, you haven't been in forever, right? Right. Um, it was just so cool. I mean, um, we walked in, and they told us that the wait was going to be 30 to 45 minutes and we were like, well, she said, well, the bar's open. Can we just sit and eat there? And they were like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Before we walked in, she said the sexiest thing to me. She said, can we just maybe split a couple appetizers if you're cool with that? And I was like, uh. Slaps the money on the table. <laughs> Get them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it- it was so awesome because I was like, okay, we're not each getting 20 to $30 entrees. We're just sharing 
three appetizers and damn. Which, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're having Italian appetizers, that's almost like you're having an, a, an entree anyway, because they give you enough food there. Absolutely. I, and so I sat down and I was like, all right, we're at an Italian spot. We got to do a cheese thing and we got to do a protein thing. So there was the like three or four cheese. Um, God, it was like a, a fondue dip. Okay. And it's so good. And then there was an Italian sausage flatbread that we got. Mm. And I was like, let's let's get a sausage. Uh, not a sausage. Whoopsie. Okay. Nah. <laughs> I got a drink tonight, so it's good. <laughs> um, I missed it last time. <laughs> yeah, I um, I told I told her I was like, when's the last time we had a salad? She was like, uh, like two weeks ago. I was like, when's the next time we're gonna have a salad? She's like, I was like, let's get a salad. Two she weeks like, later, like, <laughs> yeah, seriously. So she was like, let's get the wedge because when we were out. The last time that we had a salad was when we went to see our friend. Um, I'm getting censor this or not because I, I don't have her approval. Uh, yeah, at, at Stevens. Um, mm-hmm. we. I was just like, I haven't seen her in forever. Let's just go out. Um, so we went. Right. We saw her. She was so excited to see us and. When we were at Stevens, we got a wedge salad. And let me tell you, um, I am a blue cheese hater. But the wedge salad with the blue cheese. Super good. I'm kind of the same way. I mean, I'll I've been more I used to do blue cheese with uh, wings, but now I'm more back to ranch. I don't mind blue cheese. Just if it's too if they have too much of the chunks in there it can take away more of it you know but if it's if it's too blue cheese like they have too much of the chunks in there it's like okay so i don't know Uh, i'm i'm it's kind of like hit or miss (laughs) yeah hit or miss uh chunky right (laughs) chunky yeah Oh my god, uh, bro! Tell me about your weekend. It was good. Um, the gig that I had at, uh, at Harrow's was amazing. I was a thousand percent uh, more warm than I was the first time, so <laughs> it was definitely a lot better. And knowing that I was in the lobby of the casino, I thought, you know gonna be a slow day i'm not gonna be worrying about people going but there was a decent like flow of people going in and out so i was like all right at least i'm not just playing for myself hearing the echoes of the room and everything you know my dad was there so he was you know coming in and out he would just hit up the slots for a little bit then he was watching the end of the sixers game in the in, in the bar area and then uh i would be playing i was live streaming so then i was able to kind of just talk on the live stream a little bit uh, better than what I usually do because sometimes I'll just flip it on and let people watch. Sometimes sure. I'm more uh, connected to the people that are in front of me personally than the live feed every once in a while, but I'll acknowledge the people there. Acknowledge. Acknowledge. Yeah. 
acknowledge them who are watching me. But uh, no, it was a great time. Uh, I did three, I did two long sets, uh, two one hour and 15 minute sets. And that's usually pretty decent for me. And then I did a 45 minute set to, to end, uh, end out the night. And um, yeah, it, it was really good. I haven't been to the Harris location there in a couple years because I used to go down there for, you know, poker nights and uh, me, my brother, and I. Uh, We'll probably censor his name out too because we don't. Uh, but we uh, used to go there at around like midnight, and we would just you know throw some money on some slots, see if we can hit anything. It would be the hit or a miss, or you know later on I would go and play the poker room, do some things. But um, yeah, that was cool. Uh, the gig was great. Sunday, watched the game, and you know had a great time there. Uh, I saw you went out for the game. Where, where did you go? Uh, which game? Because <clears throat> I was at two separate locations for both. Oh, okay. Then, well, uh, then uh, where'd you go? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so. Caddy on, uh, caddy on. Caddy on. Um, my friend. Uh, and I mean, again, I uh, will just do that. Um, mm-hmm. he is the biggest Eagles fan that I know, period. No holds barred. Like, mm-hmm. so he works, uh, out in this town called Kenneth Square, right? So yeah. picked him up and we went to this marketplace where he's like, oh, I got like a friend that bartends there. So coordinated with Cheyenne and I was like, all right, let's go out to Kennett for the first game, but let's come home close to home for the second game. Yeah. Playing it smart just in case we needed to get a ride kind of thing. Um, Right. So we were out in Kennett and I was sitting there next to him and he, you know, this place that we were at, it was like a very family friendly environment. Like there were kids sitting at a table behind us so we had to like curb our language a little bit like no whoopsies <laughs> like none of right. that <laughs> um or if we did we said it like really quietly um really quietly but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> but i asked him i was like when did you become an eagles fan he's like uh reggie cunningham days i was like Ooh. oh my god like Randall Cunningham, but yeah, I, I know what you meant. <laughs> and that's how much I didn't pay attention to football in the 90s. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, all good. It's, it's all good. I used to dress up like Randall. I got a, I got a quick uh, Randall Cunningham story. It's pretty funny. Uh, so me, and, my dad took me and my brother to a um, an Eagles practice back in the 90s. And, you know, I'm uh, a short stick of a kid. And I was really into Randall Cunningham. So I had like a big, you know, Eagles uh, helmet, the whole Randall Cunningham shirt and everything. So I dressed up like a football player that day. (laughs) And this is how much you can get away with in the 90s and you wouldn't get canceled. These football players were talking so much to me. They were (laughs) as they were coming out, like, look at this kid with the. (laughs) 
they're talking so much Whoopsie. to me, and I'm just looking at like I, I'm just waiting for Randall Cunningham. <laughs> they're just talking so much, Whoopsie. and I'm like, I'm just this kid, and I'm like, uh, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> I'll always remember that. It's so it was so funny. That's I fantastic. I can laugh at it now, but I. Uh, Yes, I, I was a big Randall Cunningham fan when I was a kid. Was that your first outing to like a sports game? Like, well, how, it wasn't how, even a game; it was a it was like a practice. Like so, you said, practice, like it was like, yeah. well, yeah, uh, I, I would probably say maybe one of the few because I know my dad took us to you know Sixers games, and uh, you know we didn't really do too many football games. It was more uh, 76ers, Harlem Globetrotters and uh, sure. a lot of basketball stuff. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, we, I mean, we were always into big sports when we were uh, little, so we would always go to, you know, the home games and everything. But uh, yeah, that, that one uh, football memory just always comes back to me. And, the, and when you saying Randall Cunningham, that just clicked in my head. That was so funny. I love it. I love it <laughs> but so not much. Not to man. cut you off, but sorry. I nah, no, no, no. It's perfect. Um, I don't know where I was or where I was going with that. Uh, you were saying that, uh, like, oh. how long you were asking him how long you've been an Eagles fan. And he said Randall Cunningham days. Yeah. yeah. He, um, he was like four or five years old, and he remembered watching as a like a tyke. And yeah. watching the Eagles and being a super fan then. And I'm like, I almost wish that I loved sports like that as a kid. Because I didn't hmm. I didn't grow to love sports until I was in, like in my 20s and early 30s, right. like now. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. He was hooting, hollering, like going wild. And I'm just sitting there like. I wanted to. I wanted to be like, dude, settle down. But at the same time, I was like, he's so passionate about the Eagles thriving and go. Yeah. And he, he told me you, before game one. Not, he, yeah. He told he told me before game one. He was like, Eagles are going to the Super Bowl, and I was like, dude, you're wildly insane for making such a bold call before the season even started. And I wanted to be like, you're just a super fan, and you're just over your head about it and but yeah he knew and he knows he pays attention he he mm -hmm. knows the players on all the other teams and he's like these are our weapons and we're gonna crush yeah and, and everyone that is gonna shut us down and be like oh the eagles had a good schedule like whatever okay fine we're gonna go play the chiefs in two weeks uh 13 days rather uh we're shooting this yeah. monday night january 30th but um. Yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl, and if we can be the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, baby, right, baby. And like I was telling you, again, this is crazy. How like, uh, and you said, like I know you said you were already into the Eagles. Uh, you know, around their set, their other Super Bowl uh championship reign, but. This year seems more crazy to me that you were so into the Phillies and then another that the Phillies went into the World Series and then another Philly team goes right into the Super Bowl. Like that's just crazy to me. And the Sixers like how you were just so rolling. And yeah, Sixers, the Sixers didn't do too bad either. But yeah, they're not I doing mean, too bad right now. No. Nah. And B we're getting is, towards the, the middle of the season right now. So and, and B they're, they're is putting kinda, up numbers. I mean, 
can't discount yeah. that. And no, I'm, no, I'm, not at all. I'm not like seriously paying attention to them yet. And honestly, it's because I'm like, okay, once football ends, yeah, basketball and baseball will start. And even then, like, I'll watch, but I won't be like, we're going to a World Series, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's they have those marks like first game they win. Go to World Series, baby. Yeah. Oh, that's it. We're gonna crush everything. Done. Like, <laughs> no. Alright, yeah, sorry about that, guys. We had a little technical difficulty with the connection. But uh so we were talking about uh almost like bandwagon people saying that, yeah, there's always people like after the first game and they're like, Woo, we're going to the World Series. <laughs> Yeah, which is really opposite for me this year. Um, mm-hmm. I miss a lot of Eagles games because I was just like, wow, they're just winning. And it got boring. I was like, okay, let them win. Let them win. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let's just let's get to the playoffs, and then I'll pay attention. And it wasn't because I don't love the Eagles. I am through and through Philly Philly, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they were doing so well that I was like, I'm bored. So I didn't feel like I had to tune in to some of the games. Um, pardon me. Sorry. But once we made it to the postseason, I was like, all right, get the first Let's round go. by. Let's go. I actually wanted the Eagles to play the Cowboys in the NFC Championship. I was then, thinking it was going to be that too. but Because I, I had thought the Cowboys were going to be a better matchup for us. Uh, but, you know, with the way the game went, I mean, it, it's I was saying this, too, that it's unfortunate that, you know, uh, Purdy got hurt so quick. And then the the fourth string quarterback got a concussion. Purdy had to come back in. And I'm not sure. If, I mean, if you heard it through the um, the game because you were in the bar, but uh, McCaffrey he was next in line to be the QB because he had QB experience. So he had to change his helmet just in case he had to, uh, you know, start being QB. But Purdy actually went in, but he couldn't throw. So, I mean, he was just doing either, you know, runs or little small scramble, you know, picks. He, he was not able to throw it long. Yeah. I mean, even um, once we were ahead by like three and a half scores towards the end of the yeah. game, Jalen Hurts was just like, take the ball and just run it. He didn't want any picks, no interceptions, and he was saving his no. arm because he's dealing with um, his shoulder, I think, right? Um, yes. Is and he, like, he was playing smart. I mean, like you said, that, you know, he. I think they knew they were in a comfortable position. They didn't want to let off the gas, but the fact that you, you don't have to make any star-quality plays right now, just, you know, run the ball, drain it, because, I mean – San Francisco was able to, uh, you know, stop the run at times. So they their defense was definitely good. We I mean, our offense didn't have a great, great game, but we were able to get by. Uh, I mean, obviously, we played way better during the Giants game uh, last week. But, you know, our offense wasn't the greatest, but we still made it. You know, I, th- I thought I thought A.J. Brown was going to get a couple more touches than he did. I thought he was going to at least get a touchdown, which I lost 150. I almost I missed one hundred and fifty dollars because he didn't get a touchdown, but uh, yeah, that's the way betting goes, people. Um, yeah, I mean, saying that the offense didn't do so great is kind of an interesting statement, only because we won like what thirty-one to seven. 
We yeah. we de- we definitely outbeat them pretty good. I I think the game just got boring in the second half, and it was just like we're riding this out. Riding I this did out. not expect that score. I mean, yeah, the injuries on the 49ers uh, did you know damper the whole thing for them. But I didn't. I still expected them to at least you know score another touchdown. But they didn't get another one after that first one. Because uh, when they scored that first, I'm like, all right, we're gonna get a game now. You know, it's it's gonna be going back and forth. But we just took it and we got that touch. We got the one touchdown off the interception, uh, right before the half that put us up. Like uh, I think 21 to seven. So we were riding pretty good with that. Or did we get a touchdown? Or we, I think we got a field goal. One of those. Uh, so we were sitting pretty good at half, and then I think we stopped them. We stopped the 49ers on their first. Uh, possession in the third, then we came back and scored, I believe. So we, we were doing really good. Uh, you know, we we didn't let off anything, but like I said, we, we still had a couple three and outs that were like, okay, you know, it, it wasn't perfect. But again, uh, you know, at the end of the day, a win's a win. Yeah, I just want to say um, really quick, um, these commentators in these games – Stop whoopsie. eating the other team's whoopsie. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, like seriously, it was all about, like, oh, look how strong San Fran is. Oh, look how great. And I was just like, hey, can anyone acknowledge that the Eagles are decent? Stop downplaying them. That whoopsie me off so bad. We're, we're, that's what they were doing in the 2017, uh, you know, playoffs, too. They were not giving us the recognition. We came into that game underdogs and we, you know, showed up, you know? So, I mean, this year I obviously do not feel we are an underdog. Our, our team is healthy. We don't have any major injury. I mean, we're playing with injuries. Don't get me wrong. There's, there are players that are playing with injuries. Just uh, Jalen hurts being the obvious one. Uh, Lane Johnson, he's playing hurt. Uh, a lot of the guys, I mean, it, you're you're coming into these games at the end of the season that if you're not on IR already, you're playing with something, you know, because, I mean, you're, you're at that high of a level. You're going to learn how to play with some type of injuries. But we're coming in a lot healthier than what we did in 2017, I feel. Uh, and, you know, I just feel I mean, and again, I, I was saying this is going to be something if we do win the Super Bowl, this will be something people will be comparing who was the better team, the 2017 Eagles or the 2023 Eagles? That'll be the, something that we'll, we can always compare later down the line because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people talking about that. But right yeah. now, it's going to be the fact that you know we have an Eagles and Chiefs game that we're going to be looking forward to. And you know, let, let's talk a little bit about the Chiefs game. Uh, you know, we we tackled the Eagles. Let's let's talk a little about the uh, Chiefs game. What did you think? For sure, for sure. Okay, so I was in Kennett. For the first game with my buddy mm-hmm. um, who lives out that way and he didn't have a plan like to come back but he was right. just so hype about the eagles winning he was like i'm coming back with you guys to delco and i was like uh yeah let's Whoopsie. go right um right. yeah so <laughs> um we went to like we have a place that we like to venture um mm-hmm it's got a pool table. It's got a dartboard, and man, I can go on about 
and I'm going to, all right? Um, so we sat down at the bar. We found a spot at the corner. Um, and we're looking over. People were already playing pool. So we're like, ah, man. They cash out. They left. Pool table's open. These two fellows sit. There's like this peninsula island thing that juts out right next to the dartboard. And they were like, oh, uh, we're going to go sit over here and wrap our legs around each other and be like, <laughs> uh, we love each other. And like, okay, I'm not. Hey, do what you do. Love who you love. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. attacking anyone for the like their personal preference, right? But all right, I'm gonna sound off for a second, all right? Because you and I are both kind of the same person, where it's like, hey. You know your surroundings. You don't want to be in anybody's way. Like if you feel like you're in someone's way, you want to move for their convenience because we're just good Mm -hmm. people like that. Yeah. Pool table opens and my buddy and I start playing and there were like at least four shots that I couldn't make comfortably because this couple, these couple of dudes were sitting there petting each other's faces. I'm like, just go home. Just go home. I don't care. Mm. Like, that's fine. Just do, like, it's fine that you're doing that. But But respect people around the game. You're in my way. I need to make Mm. this shot because I'm trying to crush my friend because I'm in a competitive mindset right now, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) Um, I, I was just like, So then I'm in the whoopsie zone right now. Seriously, I am in the whoopsie zone. Thank you. Um, yeah, that. And you're messing up my mojo. Yeah. So at some point they leave. And prior to that, when we were sitting at the bar, this dude walked in. I forget his name. He's cousins with. He's like mutual down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, no hate against him, but he, he walked in and he was just like, oh, I own this place. I know everybody. And when my buddy and I were playing pool, he dropped four quarters on the ledge and was like, doubles next game, which meant like two on two. Yep. And I looked down and I was like, you're a quarter short. It's dollar 25. And he, he got mad. And I was just like, or leave us alone so that we can keep playing. Yeah. If you want to get in on this, go to Royal Fives and find another freaking quarter, honestly. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just 25 cents. I mean, <laughs> no, because there, there are people that, like, just like sports, you mess up their pool game, you're liable to get cut. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, no. Like I play at the uh, Tumble Inn, and the people play pool down there. They are aggressively intimidating yeah, down there. For like, sure, they take this up serious. Yeah. Well, so I um, was later told that said person complained and was like, "I'm not breaking a dollar for a quarter," and I was like, 
I had to go to the ATM and pay the 250 surcharge just to get a 20, and I go to the bartender and say, can I get two fives and ten ones, please? Like, just <laughs> to play pool. Like, miss me. Stop being a whoopsie. Yeah. Stop being a little whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> like, for Keep serious, though. Um, the best thing about it was once he dropped that fifth quarter and we played the game, spanked them. And then, and then, there um, you go. And and my Greatest buddy, comeback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we were just subtly like, yeah, who the fuck are you? And then, because mm-hmm. he, he was acting like he owned a place, he's like, all right, 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 all and he can't even break the ball. Like, wait, wait, that that, that was that wasn't right. I, that that's not the ball I usually use. Okay, yeah, we, it we was, just think you're not strong, buddy. You, you know when you know when people wind back and then they go to hit the ball and it slides up. They totally yeah. did that in that game, and I was just like, these right here. <laughs> you're like Zach Alpha now, because like. <laughs> <laughs> Just slowly laughing inside. <laughs> like crying on the inside, like <laughs> best work best ab workout ever is trying to laugh as hard as you can without showing it. It's right there. Yeah. Cause that I just gotta work out from that. Um Yeah, who needs crunches? Jesus. Yeah. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. Crunches, right? Yeah. Um so yeah, after that game. And this is during the AFC game where I watched Joe Burrow get sacked three times in the first quarter. I was like, Chiefs are winning this game. And I, I actually got disinterested. I walked away. Um, I kind of looked and I saw that it was a close game, but I was like, uh, whatever. Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Whoever wins this, good for them. Duke it out. Our next game is against whoever can make this a finish right yeah i mean let, let's talk about the first uh touchdown by the chiefs that they got called back because they that they didn't call it a touchdown where the guy clearly brought it in and okay. had it um and I, I thought they were gonna call because i mean they were being they, they were in kansas city so i'm like all right they're challenging but they're gonna they're the New York's going to be uh, challenging it, but they're going to get it. The guy clearly caught it and brought it down. But when they caught it back, I'm like, wow. You know, well, <laughs> the, the angles, like the camera angles that show, and I was sitting there like, because the first time I saw it, I was like, that's a catch. He was clearly in possession, yeah. lowered it in, held it in. And then when they showed the different camera angles, I'm like, look, it's bouncing all around his six pack. It's all underneath of him. It's all underneath of his arms. Like it's gone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Whoa. Um, but then again, I think the Eagles got away with a Devontae Smith catch, too, in the beginning of the game where he caught that 39-year-old uh, – near, near year old. That 39-year-old pass. Jeez. That th- 39-yard pass. There you go. And at he uh, – yeah, I can talk. Uh, <laughs> and it fumbled at the end when they went to the review, but – if you notice when he caught it and got back up, he's like, you know, doing the signal to like no huddle, 
let's run this Whoopsie. because I know I probably dropped it, so I don't want these reps to be seeing it. And they got the they got the next thing off, so you can't challenge it. So we might have got away with the uh, play there. A lot of people are going to uh, speculate that. I'll, I mean, it again, the camera angle was the ball was hidden, so it looked like a catch. But when it, when they saw it from the other angle, it looked like it popped out a little bit at the end. But who knows? I mean, we got away with it. Not the first time a play has gone, uh, you know, without being challenged. But the fact that it happened twice with the with the Chiefs, with their two touchdowns that f- they first had, which was crazy. And then they ended up having to have uh, two field goals out of it. Let's talk about um, the ejections. Yeah, at the end of Eagles, yeah. Yeah, because I was sitting there and I was just like, oh, Niners are just bent out of shape. They're bitter. Yeah. And that's like, first of all, those three left hooks trying to punch the ball, that's not how you do it. That was – okay, do what you got to do. I understand that. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I, I thought he was just hitting the guy in the rib. I was like, he's just punching this guy. Now, the fight broke out, right? And yeah. I forget who came up and yanked whoever down and threw him on the ground. Yeah, it was Listen. one of the O-linemen o- from San, Die- San Diego. Or, oh, jeez, uh, San Diego, San Francisco. San Francisco. And yeah. I didn't even see that initially. I saw that on a replay. I'm like, oh, okay, he's out. And then, yeah. but that's them the ejecting you know, both players. I'm like, I think the only reason why the Eagles guy got uh, ejected is because he swung a punch after that, you know. But hey, and somebody said that he might not be playing in the Super Bowl. He might be getting suspended for because of that, which I think is stupid because he was just reacting to him getting his like he just got yanked down to the uh, ground because of somebody. He didn't even see it coming. I punched somebody out too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. This feels like very yeah. elementary school playground. Like, oh, someone started a fight and the other person retaliated, but both people have to get in trouble. Like, no. yeah, whoopsie, nonsense, absolutely not, right? Um, and that's yeah. when I saw that, I was like, this is garbage, and this is just the Niners being bitter because they know they're about to lose, right? Right. That, that's how I felt about it. You know, it was the end of the game, and even Merrill on the uh, WIP, uh, you know, 94-1 WIP, he was saying, you know, why go through all this? There's like 40 seconds left in the game. Let the game run out. I mean, it'd be different if it was a close game, but you, it's just obvious, you know, they were just letting their frustrations out, you know. So just let the game end. You know, you don't have to be, you know, getting it to this point. Yeah, I mean – that was wild to me. And then, like I said, we left that spot and we moved to the next spot. And mm-hmm. um, the AFC conference game was starting. And like I said, Joe Burrow got sacked like three times within the first half of the first quarter. And I was right. just like, Chiefs are getting this. They're... I actually wanted the Burrows to get the win because I, I'm i all for like, I think Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, like, them as young quarterbacks Patrick they will have their day they're they're definitely going to climb that uh they're definitely going to get in there soon Patrick Mahomes has had his moment already that's why I was like uh Burroughs or Burroughs jeez um Mm. Bengals 
At least that's you now. That's good. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you and I, uh, 20 forever. Okay, Drake. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> I, I think that the Bengals and the Bills are going to have their moment sometime in the next five years. Um, it's just weird to see these teams that were so good that are just dying off. And I'm like, whoo. Um, yeah, I'm definitely also... going through that shift in like, you know, and it happened with the NBA too, that, you know, you know, a lot of your bigger teams like that were back in like the nineties, like the bulls, the Utah jazz, uh, I mean, Boston's still in there, but like, you know, Sixers weren't even really too much of a team to play with back then. What but, about the you know, uh, nuggets? I mean, I haven't really followed the Nuggets too much. I, I, I mean, they weren't really that great of a team. I think they've gotten better over the last couple of years. How about the wi- wiz- Wizards, Warriors? Um, uh, Warriors are <coughs> still in it. Golden State Warriors, they're they're still in it, but you know they they just won last year. So, uh, well, but I think they Curry have... just came back off of an injury or something. Steph Curry but... is like this generation's. I mean, he's just. Oh yeah. He's phenomenal. But even like for NFL, like you're starting to see, you know, obviously Brady's out of uh, New England. He's coming in uh, with Tampa Bay. I think personally, we saw the last game of, of Tom Brady this season. I would like to think he hangs it up. Uh, I think also we probably saw the last of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers think, too. Yes. I think sure. he's going to be hanging it up because, you know, again, talk about the, the general shift in like, you know, teams like the younger teams are starting to, you know, get their impact. The Josh Allen's, Joe Burrow, Mahomes, Hurts, all of them have that same caliber type of quarterback as to them, where a lot of these quarterbacks are more mobile than your traditional quarterbacks like uh the ones we are we grew up with, you know, uh Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, uh Ben, all those guys were like pocket quarterbacks. They didn't really do too much running unless they had to. Where, you know, like Jalen Hurts is, I think, the top one that we got to pinpoint out of this because he's such a mobile quarterback. And the dude is a monster, you know, benching 500 pounds, you know. So it's one thing to be a mobile quarterback, but the strength that this dude has on those, you know, fourth and ones he just clock and again a lot of that has to do with having a great o-line but you know he just clobbers through those people and it's, it's just like it's the perfect little thing that we have going on right now and you know two years ago i would have never thought jalen hurts would be the guy taking us to a super bowl no two years ago uh my buddy <clears throat> that i watched the game with he was like do you think jalen hurts is our guy i was like <laughs> no no, I, I just thought I he the was same just... thing that next season after Wentz was gone and uh, Hertz was doing his first season. I'm like, he's not our guy. You know, we're going to give him this year, see what happens. He did okay, but I think he knew this season that we're in now, he knew this was going to be the deciding season for him. And he went into that offseason. I don't know what the heck he did, but he flipped his game into a 360 because he came into this season charged up well it's it's really interesting and also not um that surprising to think like oh this guy's showing up in a suit with a briefcase and he's sitting down and he's carrying himself like a professional Mm -hmm. and and he's just like 
No, I'm not here to Whoopsie. around. I'm here to do work. And yeah, I th- I think that that is re- like that. God, I can't even say if they win. Da, 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 da. I can't say it. Um, but the way he's carrying himself right now, he takes himself and what he does so seriously that it's motivating to everyone. It's like, yeah. oh, this guy showed up and like everyone was like, ah, he's not our guy. Guess what? He is our Whoopsie. guy. He is it. Jalen Hurts is our man. And, and it's been proven that the team is different when Jalen Hurts is not in that game. Yeah. Those two games we had without him, totally different vibe. 100%. And, yeah. and when he came back in, and it doesn't even – don't even the matter of the fact that we won with him and we didn't win without him. That's one thing, yeah. But just the whole vibe of the team when he wasn't in that game and when he was in the game, two different types of vibes. So the team is so much better – when Jalen is in that game. So, you know, again, this is going to be, and let's just talk a minute about the, you know, I, I made a post going into this weekend (laughs) and it was kind of more of a rub to the NFL, but also like, I knew this was probably going to happen because I'm a genius like that. Uh, (laughs) You're pretty smart, bro. (laughs) Yeah, I try that. I said, if, if the NFL is rigged, it's going to be the Eagles and the Chiefs because there's so much more like entertaining storyline to these two teams. First off, we got the two QBs, which are two MVP quality, you know, quarterbacks, which are in the, the MVP reign. Whoever wins this is probably going to get the MVP of the year. Most likely. Uh, and the fact that these two guys are going to be the first two, and I'm not going to get too political here, but these two teams are going to be the first, these two quarterbacks are going to be the first two uh, black quarterbacks in a Super Bowl. So this is so much more meaningful than just a game, but just making history in the NFL that. Uh, this is the first time we're going to be witnessing it. So just putting that into perspective, uh, that's just something more motivating uh, as a whole to be seeing that. And, you know, I think what's important is um, that they both acknowledge each other. Acknowledge. Um, Acknowledge. Honestly, when Nick Foles um, want, like, not that he single-handedly won the Eagles our first ring, um, but Tom Brady just walked away, dismissed him. Yep. I just, I just want to see. I don't care. I mean, I do care. I obviously want the Eagles to win. Yeah, but I want them to both be men and go shake each other's hands and be like, "You played a great game. Thank you." And I, I highly agree that I think there will be a mutual, you know, respect. Uh, 
respect between them because even Patrick Mahomes in his little interview after the game, he was even saying, he's like, I've been watching the Eagles all, all year long. They got a great team. They're very motivated. They got a good organization down there. I'm looking forward to playing them. But then he's like, oh, but I'm going to celebrate this, blah, blah, blah. So he, he already acknowledges that we have a great team and, you know, we're, we're coming after him. It's, it's going to be a great game. I feel I'm going into this a lot more confident than what I was in 2017 going the, against the Patriots. You know, I was all good up until I'm like, okay, we got to face the the Patriots. We got to face the GOAT in the Super Bowl. How are we going to get through this? Uh, I mean, well, it's one thing if you were able to get – if you were able to take out Brady, we had a chance. But we just – you know, it, that was just something spectacular in that game. I I honestly – when Carson Wentz was out, I was just like, we're done. I, like, lost hope entirely. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. I was because that was that was our luck. Nick Foles stepped in and just took us to. He was just like, "Oh, hold my beer. Watch this." Yeah, (laughs) literally, hold my beer. I got this. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Like again, I when yeah when Carson got hurt, I was like, "That's totally Philly's luck. We're done. We had a perfect year, but that's our luck. That you know we were going and having this going, but yep, that's our luck. All right, see you next year. But then." nobody would have thought that we'd have won a Super Bowl with a backup QB. You well, know? and I think that that's where they – I think everybody um, underestimated us because we had the backup QB, Nick Foles, yep. jump in. And there were so and- many other things going on with the team. The fact that, I mean, we had so many injuries and, you know, we had a lot of older uh, teammates on there that were, you know – coming out of i mean we still have a couple of the guys from the championship team uh you know kelsey and lane johnson a couple of those guys uh fletcher cox uh brandon graham uh a lot of the defense and no line are still there um but yeah i mean we had a lot of guys that they felt they were too old or they didn't have the numbers to put up to be a championship quality team but again we proved them wrong we took that motivate motivation and you know, we turned it into something to really get us, you know, to prove the, the naysayers wrong. And, you know, I feel this year we don't have the underdog quality to be like, OK, well, people are doubting us. Everybody's always going to doubt Philly no matter what, because we're it's it's a Philly thing. Right. Hashtag. It's a Philly thing. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm stoked for this game because there's so much on the line, like I said about that but like on the fact that you know we have the two kelsey brothers that are in the in the super bowl together this okay, is the first time you. two brothers are this is the first time the two brothers are two brothers are facing each other in a in a super bowl this is awesome we got the kelsey brothers you know we we already seen what uh jason kelly has uh done because of his speech uh at the super bowl uh you know parade that we did and we already seen what Travis Kelsey, you know, because he already gave a shot out. Uh, he already took his shot and said to the uh, Cincinnati uh, mayor, saying, like, you need to know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, this is going to be an entertain. And, you know, hey, it's entertainment, you know, sports entertainment, no matter what. So it's all for the entertainment things. But, yeah, that's what we want. It's gonna get the ratings going. How are you parents of kids that play for opposite teams? I mean, we ran into this when Aaronola and Austinola faced each other um in yeah. uh the playoffs. Now we have Jason and Travis Kelsey 
playing each other in a Super Bowl. And I'm like, yeah. how do you, how are you a parent of both kids? And you're like, good luck, son. Good luck, son. And like, you don't want either. You want both of them to win, but you don't want either of them to lose. And you're just like, what? Right. <laughs> I think I saw a picture earlier today. I think it was, um, you know, uh, both uh, Jason and Travis's mother. She had a jersey on of like a mixture of the uh, the Chiefs and the Eagles. So it had a mixture of Travis and uh, Jason's jersey on there. Cut in half. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually going like down this way. So like nice. it was Chiefs on this side and then Eagles on the back side. So, um, so she... over here or. <laughs> Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're cutting that out. But I just yeah, wanted yeah. to say. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah. So that was cool. I mean, and yeah, I mean, how can it's, how can as a parent, it's like, how do you handle that? You like, you got both your kids in a Super Bowl. You know, obviously you're gonna uh, just be like, hey, may the best person win. But I'm just glad to see you know my two sons, you know, doing what they love, out on a national field. That's gonna feel very you know, proud as a parent to do that. So there's, and then plus you got the whole Andy Reed uh, thing, you know, with him being a head coach of the Eagles uh, years ago, him going to Kansas city, winning two Super Bowls already coming back, facing his old team. Again, there's so much. And that's why I said, <coughs> excuse me. There's no way the Eagles and the Chiefs are not going to be facing each other in the Super Bowl because there's so much, you know, news you can get out of this before well, the game even, uh, you know, gets kicked off. They're both 14 and three in a regular season, right? Like, so it would only make sense. Like, they should meet each Were other. They? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have the game stats pulled up 14 and three Eagles and 14 and three Chiefs. Yeah. They okay. were. They were both leading as far as the regular season record goes. So it's like, it makes sense. They should be the champions to meet against each other to decide who's the one. Yep. Right? The one. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty stoked. Uh, other than, like I said, I didn't pay too much attention to the AFC championship game because... Like I said, Joe Burrow got sacked a few times. And then every time I looked up, I was just like, nothing exciting is happening. I even saw tweets that were like people saying that they were disappointed that the NFC championship game. Now, us being Eagles fans, it's like, I don't give a You can complain all yeah, you want. Yeah, I mean, hey, a win's a win. But a yeah, win's a it, win. Yeah. A win's a win. But yeah, it is disappointing that it, it wasn't competitive because Purdy got hurt and this and that and everything. And yeah, well, um, that's you know, so, yeah, on that fact, that's why I said it. it's unfortunate that Purdy got hurt. They had to deal with all this because you wanted to see a p competitive game. But hey, we'll take the win. I'm not complaining about it. So, yeah, what's what? What's, it's what happens. What's, yeah, what's wild is we thought that oh he knocked his arm and then the ball went loose. He actually Butterfinger slipped it off before he even tossed it. Mm -hmm. Be before he, and, before you know, his arm went happened. back like the opposite direction. When yeah. that, and we we got to give a shout out to Reddit because he had an awesome game. 
<laughs> you know, if it wasn't for him with a lot of those sacks, and there was a lot of other, other dudes that were doing it, but, you know, he, he had an incredible game to be able to, you know, have a couple of those, like, big play uh, sacks for us. You know, the, the dude's a beast. And he comes out every game, and that, that was one of our biggest pickups, I feel, for this year that we picked him up. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I'm sure your friend would agree. Uh, yeah, he, you and him need to have a conversation sometime because, um, absolutely. He's just so tuned in. Like I said, he became a fan when he was like a tyke. So Mm -hmm. he's sitting there five minutes left in the game and he's sitting there. He's like, dude, I'm getting emotional. And like, I could see the energy building up inside him. I I could Mm -hmm. see him like holding the tears back behind his eyes. And I was just like, dude, it's good. We're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, it's all right. Like I said. Yeah, I was, I was good up until, like, probably, like, the – like, it got down to, like, three to two minutes. I'm like, all right, we're going. Because at first I'm like, all right, anything can happen. But once it got under five, four, three minutes, I'm like, all right, we're good. And this, di- this game's, o- this game's the, over. The differential was, like, three scores at least. I was like, Niners aren't coming back from this. <laughs> no, I think once we got that last interception around like the four minute mark, I'm like, yeah, we're done. We're yeah, good. Done. That sealed it. Done. See ya. Cut, print, paste. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Cut, copy. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let um. Okay. Real quick. Hold on. Hmm. 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 Just time stamping things. Okay. So, yeah. shall we? Uh, possibly change pace and uh, go over real quick the uh, Royal Rumble for this weekend? I was just getting ready to say, let's do that because I think we talked enough football. Um, Unless you want to talk about who do you think is winning the Super Bowl? Obviously, we will both love to see the Eagles win, but like try to be objective about it and say, what do you think? Well, me and my brother both put $25 on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Okay. So I'm going with, with uh, the Eagles. My dad feels the Eagles have a good chance. I and, I mean, and your dad's a doctor, so he's pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he's pretty, I mean, he's a doctor, but he, I mean, he's got that sports, sports talk. You got that sports, sports talk, but uh, sports, sports. Yeah. Sports, sports. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, not just because, you know, we're the home team, that we were rooting for the home team, but, you know, I feel just something in us this year again, like, we have that spark, we were dialed in, we're ready to go, we have one more game, couple more practices to go, and we're ready for this game, uh, you know, as long as we can continue to execute on both ends of the spectrum, Again, I'll say the same thing what I said with the Niners. It's not going to be an easy game. The only thing I'll say is Patrick Mahomes with that high ankle sprain, he's going to be playing with a high ankle sprain. He has two weeks to to really rest that, but it's not going to be fully recovered in two weeks. No. So it's really going to be uh, interesting how he's going to feel. It's going to be interesting how he feels because you can even see it in the game uh, Sunday when he was taking – that right foot because that's his plant planning foot for his throw so that's a big factor too and when he was running 
on that foot to try to throw on his opposite foot, he was coming off that and kind of limping a little bit. So he was still obviously, you know, favoring that, <clears throat> but you know, they, they obviously probably shot him up with, you know, some type of thing back there to make him, you know, not feel that pain or anything, which is understandable, but it, it definitely will be interesting how much he heals in the next two weeks and how he's going to look in the, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, if ever um, you and I were both objective about a game, we'd be like, well, here's, here's the thing. If the Eagles could win it with Nick Foles, backup quarterback, they can win it now. Yep. And they should Whoopsie. win it this year because they – okay, here's the thing, right? I'm not like – I'm not like my buddy that I was talking about where he's like over the top like, oh, Eagles everything all day, every day. Yeah, um, like not even – Quite, not even like giving a second guess, just Eagles all the way. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm very like reasonable where it's like, okay, here's the thing. Eagles are going to win a Super Bowl. That's where I'm at with it. And I don't make like bold, bold statements like that. Right. Unless I feel it in my gut and I know <clears throat> they have it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Okay, now let's let's get to, go Eagles. Let's let yeah, let's go birds. Let's get to the rumble talk and the WWE stuff. And we won't keep this too long because we've been talking yeah. a lot of wrestling recently. Um, go ahead, you first. Well, uh, we can save the ending for the end, but uh, we can go through. We don't have to go. Maybe if you don't want to, we don't have to go through like the whole card, or we can just briefly go over everything i missed the the men's royal rumble i was just coming back from my gig but i heard from you and a couple other people it was you know 50 50 some people liked it some people didn't you know but uh you know we were both <clears throat> uh you know we both had our predictions right cody rose won and uh you know uh, with Gunther being in there just as long as Cody, you know, obviously that's some something then for them to say that uh, Gunther is eventually going to be, you know, in a championship match down the he, line. He's the guy. So they're definitely down putting something yeah. with him. He's uh, got you know, stock in him. Yeah, they're saying that he could be another advocate for uh, facing Brock Lesnar eventually, which I'm down for. That'll be a cool one. And I'll definitely be down for that. Uh, but it, obviously, I think him and Bobby Lashley need to, you know, do their whole, you know, feud because it looks like they're going to do a feud for WrestleMania. So they'll get their last little feud out of the way. But I'll be down for the Gunther and Brock Lesnar thing. Uh, what did you think about the Rumble? I mean, like I said, I didn't really see too much of it. But uh, what what did you think? Um. So. It's tough because I once 2020 hit and Brock entered the rumble at number one with the belt and like drew uh, knocked him out and edge edges big return. I hold that to like the high standard of being like, Oh, are you going to do better than this? Or 
Is it going to be? Whoopsie. Um, I don't think it was. Whoopsie. Honestly, I, I just, I wasn't that excited about it. I mean, and part of it, even, even Rhea Ripley winning the women's rumble, which we knew it was fine. I just, I felt like they could have done better with like making it a little bit more dynamic. I just wasn't surprised. Mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised like a lot. I wasn't just like, oh my god. Um, they obviously saved a lot of the stock for the end of the show with the Sammy doing the turn on Roman, which was a callback to the Shield breakup. Obviously, yeah, a lot of people um, were saying that uh, chair in the back was a callback to when Roman. You know, fell down with the the shield breakup, which I totally thought of that too. Mm -hmm. So, and (laughs) absolutely, I I am definitely intrigued to see where that goes. I mean, yes, obviously we're getting Sammy versus Roman at the Chamber, which is in Montreal, which is in Canada, where Sammy's from. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, which people have been talking about that for a couple months now, and I'm like, oh yeah, well that totally makes sense i was just like as long as they do it right which they did i i like how they did it on the pay-per-view um and i really like how jay uso is very like torn about the stuff that makes it interesting it's not just like oh the whole bloodline's just beating up Sami Zayn. wow um right he just walked away, and he was just like, I, 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 I can't be a part of this. I can't do this. Um, mm-hmm. Keeps it interesting, 100%. Yeah. I, I think, they were, like, top of the line, awesome storytelling. It's probably been the best ending to a pay-per-view in a very, very long time. Like, the, the emotions, the storytelling part of it, just because you were anticipating something was hap- going to happen. And I, I thought it was just spot on storytelling for a, a, an end of a paper. We haven't had that much of an emotional ending to a pay-per-view in a very, very long time. And we have Paul Triple H to thank for that because he used to do yes. that stuff in NXT because mm-hmm. NXT would be going off the air. They show the credits and we'd be like, Oh, we're done. Oh, we got to go. We're out of here. Uh, cut. See you later. <laughs> right. Right. We got to go. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, something would happen. Yes. Um, that is a very Triple H move. So I yeah, am Definitely has. He, he uh, pulled definitely the tri- Triple H all over that. He pulled the trigger on that sequence to end the show because the rest of the show is just like, ah, it's very yeah. okay. Like, I'm not mad about who won either of the Rumbles. No. I, no. I just. And. Some of the eliminations were fun, but I was just like, eh, it's okay. Pardon me. I think going forward that Bianca is going to drop the belt to Becky Lynch, and then we're going to get Rhea Ripley versus Becky at Mania because they already had the stare down like a couple months ago where everyone was mm-hmm. just like, <laughs> yeah, so I, I think somehow they're going to get the belt off of Bianca and on the Becky, and then 
maybe they do it at the chamber so that because becky's a face right now right so bianca can defend her belt in the chamber and can lose and becky doesn't have to look like a bad person for winning the chamber and then becky has a belt going into face rhea ripley which i think is moved now granted we are recording this overall which i'm not even watching do you have it on on your on your end or not i i do and i was going to say i'm not sure if you saw rhea ripley's promo tonight she uh officially said that she's going to challenge charlotte at wrestlemania okay so i was gonna let you kind of play out that i didn't want to interrupt you but i liked how you were going but i'm like could I have to do a little bit of changing on that a little bit, but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think everything that they're trying to do right now is say, we're doing this now, and then we're going to flip the script later on, and that's what mm. keeps people watching. Because yeah, right right now, I will still say Rhea against Becky. Somehow, mm. they're, okay. they're going to make that happen. I, somehow, they're going to flip the script. Who's got the better story against Charlotte? Um, I don't even care because she just came back and beat Ronda. And I was just like, there's no story with you or anyone else right now. No, it's I just was getting Ronda the belt off Ronda because she was just blocked. Get, get her off the TV. It's I, w- I would say Asuka um, with her new face get up. I- I'd hmm. be like, absolutely. ICP. Yes. ICP. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. That. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I I mean, the Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, WrestleMania match, I saw coming from six months ago. And then when they had the Saudi oh, yeah. match of where Brock was in the hurt lock and then he jumped off the turnbuckle and then scored the pin, I was like, that's not the last of that. They're yeah. going to finite this yep. at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll that, definitely be the that'll definitely be there. Mm-hmm. That that makes sense. Um what do you think about Austin Theory Seth Rollins? Or do or do you think Austin Theory John Cena? Uh if they're calling for John Cena to make this uh WrestleMania, I mean if we are getting the rock at WrestleMania, I don't think we get two. I don't think we get Cena and rock at WrestleMania. So it's going to be either one, either one. Yeah. So the obvious one, if they're, try, if they're trying to do this whole bloodline story now, like I was telling you earlier in the week, I mean, if this is the way they're running with the storyline right now with the bloodline, I don't see them kind of getting the rock involved in this. Cause there's so much storytelling with, within the Sammy and KO stuff right now that you, you can find a way to put rock into it, but I feel you have to let this little thing pan out and maybe you get the rock for like SummerSlam or something. No, no, here's, here's the thing. The rock and Roman is a WrestleMania match, right? Oh, it definitely is a hundred percent. And, um, if they're not gonna do it this mania <laughs> and we get to see it at mania 40 
we are there 100 percent 100 percent um saving up now <laughs> and and honestly they they just need to make roman um strong without the belts so that the belts can like place significance elsewhere and roman can just be like yeah, yeah. i'm that i'm I don't need a belt. I'm that guy. Like the Undertaker, right? He was just like, mm-hmm. I don't need titles. Whoopsie. No. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm it. I'm that dude. Exactly. You know, I mean, they've already done, but then again, it was Rock and Cena. That's, I think there's the only two that you can really do a whole year's worth of promo before a WrestleMania match. I don't think you can do the same thing with Roman and, and The Rock. But if you <laughs> wanted to wait, if if the Rock and Roman thing does not pan out, you can you can probably find a way to elongate the bloodline story going into the Rock and Roman thing. But the thing is, you're probably not going to have Roman with a lot of his entourage now because it seems like everything's going to be broken up. So it's just going to be him. Now, does he still keep Paul Heyman by himself by by his side? We'll see. But uh, if we're talking long term like that, because I, I like uh, that type of, uh, you know, angle too. that if we they just don't see a way to get him in there this year, which I think and we both agree that I think they're just trolling a lot of this out to say they go. He's not ready. Oh, he he's not saying that he's going to be there, but it's an open invitation for him to be here whenever he wants. I think it's all troll. Because it's obviously been the same way with like how we thought, uh, you know, Michelle McCool wasn't going to be in the uh, Rumble, but then she was in the front row. Like she's going to be in there. They're just calling it out. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> this ain't our first. This ain't our. Come on now. Come on, son. This ain't, Come on, this son. ain't our first radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, son. Come on. But I. Uh, so yeah, I I think I think in in a reality we will get Rock at WrestleMania. Now, it could just be we don't even get him till WrestleMania and we just get a fight that night from him and he just calls him out that night. I mean, they could just troll it out all the way till WrestleMania or very close to it. Yeah, you know what they could do is have Cody lose to Roman night one and night two, Roman comes out and cuts a promo and he's like, acknowledge me. I am your tribal chief. Yeah. And, the, and then the rock just yeah. comes out and then they have the stare down and they just end the show like that. Like I could see yeah. that playing out and I would be here for it. I'd be like, Oh, they're doing it. They're oh. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But dude, Dwayne yeah. is f- like 50 years old. Now, granted, he's obviously in tremendous shape. In, yeah. Insane, insane amount of shape. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, him going into main event WrestleMania next year isn't like someone saying, oh, Hulk Hogan can go do it. No, he can sit his saggy down real quick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, and again, we're going into this and like, you know, going into this road to WrestleMania, we're officially on the road to WrestleMania and... You know, there's a lot that's going to be happening. I feel just and that whole thing at the end of the Rumble set everything off. That it's just like set the tone for how this road is going to be, and I'm stoked to see how everything pans out in these next couple months. Well, I think 
I think Sammy and Kevin versus uh, Jimmy and Shay uh, for the tag titles is the move. I think we've all thought it, but now the dynamic of Jay walking out, he could do that again yeah. in the match and leave Jimmy in the ring alone. And then yes. Ke- Kevin and Sammy can just obliterate him. Right. And then take, and take revenge. And then, yeah. Get, and then get the belts and Jay doesn't care. And then they'll do a segment backstage. Like, like with Roman, like, what are you doing? Aren't you the bloodline? And he's just going to be like, I'm out. Yeah. See you. Bye. Yep. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. You I'm ain't excited. my brother no more. You ain't my brother no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, yeah, I mean, but before we get out of here, uh, I think we got to acknowledge one last time that I think we had a grand slam this weekend. We hit both of our NFL picks, and I think we hit all of our Rumble picks. So I yes. think this is a first for us. This is a definite big first on the One Set Podcast that we had a grand slam this weekend. You know, th- this was pretty cool. Yeah, I think we both had the Chiefs and the Eagles going in. I know I said Rock and Cody double elimination. But the way they've been building it, I do agree. Pardon me. <clears throat> Cody going into the Rumble, I feel like, has been the move since last WrestleMania. Um, and even then, yeah, since he came back with his promos, it, it's, it was obvious that he was going into the Rumble and he was going to win. You yeah, know? It, it was kind of a shoo-in. Um, Rhea, just the way that she's been built up with the Judgment Day, like, basically, yes. she's almost she she might be the strongest person on the judgment day right now she might be like uh i'm swinging my whoopsie way better yeah. than y'all are. <laughs> like, Theor- my theoretical my td my theoretical yeah. <laughs> but yeah and that was the thing that she'd said in her promo that she's like you know i usually come out here with my judgment day you know crew but I wanted the spotlight to be on me tonight. So that could be the start to, you know, even the judgment day starting to win, uh, dwindle down. The fact that, you know, she, like you were saying on the last episode that, you know, she's going to be like, Hey, I won the rumble. What the Whoopsie. fuck have you guys been doing? Yeah. You know? So I- it, she's going to just start, you know, swinging her TD and being like, you know, <sighs> Hey, you know, start, start making, stuff happen because if not you know make moves not conversations <laughs> right and dominic's gonna be like but mommy <laughs> and then ray's gonna be like shut up whoopsie <laughs> hey. shut up Brad. whoopsie <laughs> i told you she ain't right for you <laughs> dang uh yeah but yeah it's it, it was it's been a great weekend of you know, wrestling, NFL, everything's, uh, you know, set for the Super Bowl. We're on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, you know, what what better time, my friend? Dude, um, you and I have a very, very fun episode coming up next week. Um, because we're going to do the food thing again, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to challenge each other to um, these foods, uh, the good stuff and the not good stuff, and see who can stomach what. Right? It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun. You've heard it first. We'll be looking forward to that next week. Uh, Again, I mean, if you're good, I think we, I think we can uh, wrap up here. But if you're if you're good with that, totally. Cool, man. Uh, everyone, thank you for being here again. This is uh, the One Step Podcast. My name is Anthony Irvin. Uh, my brother Jim Green here. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, if you're here for the first time, make sure you guys are hitting that subscribe button on YouTube, or if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Hit the follow button, subscribe there as well. Share us with a friend. Let us know or let them know uh, we are uploading every Friday for episodes. Send us some messages. Let us know what you're thinking of the content. And, you know, send us some questions. And, you know, join the ride, man. Uh, Anything you want to say to to the people out there, buddy? Absolutely. Let's go back to these um, sizes for shoes, um, which we talked about earlier on. Um, yeah. When you when you buy someone shoes, you have to know their shoe sizes, right? But shoes don't fit comfortably, right? So, right. Like I said, I bought Cheyenne this hat. I thought, ah, her dome's a little smaller than mine. I dropped it down like a little size, and since then, have jumped around to multiple lids stores to try to find the appropriate size. My sister hosted. Um, a 90th birthday party, which happy birthday to, um, not going to name drop you, but, um, happy birthday and happy birthday, all, all of the love. Um, Carly's friend brought a hat and said, this is for your dad for his birthday. And it just so happened to be this one. And yeah. It is a seven and five ace, which just fit my dome perfectly. And I was like, perfectly. I, I, I put, I put it on and I was like, 100%. Oh, look at all this nonsense. Awesome. Um, Sweet. And my mom was like, yeah, just wear it. Your dad probably won't. I was like, all right, because it's pretty fly. Like you said, when we jumped on, you were like, that's a sweet hat, right? Mm, yeah. I, lo- I love the colors. Fire red. That's awesome. And that's all I wanted to wrap up with since we started the episode with like shoe sizes, hat sizes, and stuff. I just wanted to make sure we closed out with that. Uh, and Absolutely. I love you. Uh, to our followers and our listeners, uh, all the love. One set. We love you. Take care. One set. We love you guys. Love you, brother.